Hello, hello, everyone. Hope you all are feeling fantastic. My name is Christian. I am a spiritual mentor and you are tuned in to Talks from Your Virtual Sister Circle. It has been over a month since I have, you know, done an episode with you guys and came and chatted with you. And I definitely feel it has been a month that I've needed Um, You know, as we get into the beginning of spring, I feel like just the last two months, you know, just the first two months of the year are always, um, you know, you're reevaluating your goals. You're trying to figure out how you want to move forward. It's so many different things that you're learning and you're understanding. So I'm going to share those things with you guys Um, and also be mindful that I am 27. So I am also in my Saturn return, which is when the placement um, that Saturn was in at the time of your birth is repeated. And that happens about 27 through 29. You're in a space of Saturn returning, which means that Saturn is the same sign that it was in when you were born. Um, And if you're into astrology or zodiac signs or horoscopes or any of that, um, then you might be familiar with the Saturn return. But we all have a sun sign that we know I am a Leo um, and I actually don't even know what my Saturn is, to be honest. I need to look at my chart again because I don't have all of my signs memorized, but that's neither here nor there. I am in my Saturn return and your Saturn return is a change where you're going through great transformation, huge transition and whatever changes you need to make to become who you need to be. For the next 20 or so years, you're going to be presented with the opportunity to make those changes. Now, it's not to say that I'm going to do this work and then I'm going to be living La Vida Loca till I'm 45, not having to do any more self-reflection. That's not what it means. But if I don't do this work, then all of the things that I've been experiencing and learning in my 20s or just in my life, I feel like I will be robbing myself of the opportunity to really heal, really do the work, really understand who I am, really just commit to the process and it's definitely been putting me through it um I've definitely been learning a lot unlearning very 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 uncomfortable and I try to make content when it's on my heart to make content I've definitely been in spaces where I was on a schedule creating content no matter if I was inspired or not I was going to make content and I don't make myself do that anymore for my sake and also for the sake of you guys you know I always want always want to bring you guys something that's going to bless you that's going to motivate you that's going to touch you in a very specific way every time I make something you know people always tell me this is exactly what I needed to hear we're so connected I needed this and I truly believe that I speak whenever, you know, God gives me a word to share with you guys, to be honest. And that's not going to be every day and it might not be every week, but I definitely feel like I need the time that I did take. Um, And we're about to get right back into it. So, guys, I'm not really sure what I'm going to title um, this episode. I'll probably it'll probably just be a culmination of different things that I've learned. Um, But maybe this will just be, you know, a, a, a journey through my, you know, my Saturn return. So let's get into it. So I have been aware of my Saturn return probably since I was like 26 and a half, basically like six months before my 27th birthday. I had people starting to tell me like, oh, you're about to be 27. You're about to go on your Saturn return. You're about to go on your Saturn return. I had never even heard of it before. um, And I just started having people come to me like, you know, commenting on my videos, telling me about it. And I was definitely just kind of like 
denouncing it like I was like please do not tell me that shit like everybody was like buckle up it's gonna be so crazy it's gonna take you you know for a spin and I don't know I just hate when people say stuff like that to me even if people mean well you know you know those type of people that tell you something and they like girl yeah you could do it but it's gonna be really really hard it's gonna be this 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 it's like don't discourage me you know don't tell me that I'm about to be gone through the absolute worst thing I've ever experienced in my life that's fucking crazy to tell somebody but I had a lot of people telling me um, that I was approaching my Saturn return. And I did a little bit of research before I stepped into it. Uh, and I really don't even, I can't even tell you what I learned last year. I can't even tell you what I learned last year because the last two months have basically been a lifetime of work. But I guess the biggest thing that I've learned is the importance to really practice what you preach, no matter how uncomfortable it, it may be or no matter how no matter what parts of yourself you have to face in order to do that. And I've always been someone that can give anybody advice on any situation. Y'all know I'm psychic. And if you don't know, now you do. So it's very easy for me to put myself in someone else's shoes and understand exactly what they need to do. But for me, and I feel like I've talked here before about the fear of being misunderstood and how it causes you to hold your tongue and, you know, different things like that. And of course, that's always what you don't want to do. You always want to speak your truth. You always want to let it be known what you feel and what you need no matter what. But that's obviously easier said than done. So I feel like the last couple of months, I've really been able to understand what I need from myself and also what I need from the people around me and I feel like I haven't really been able to kind of experience some of the things that I've been experiencing since I was at like college you know I definitely keep a very tight circle of people around me I really don't meet new people I really am very rarely in situations where I have new friends around me different things like that I'm not really that kind of girl I really like to stick to who I know stick to what I know in terms of friendships and relationships because the type of friend that I am the type of loyalty that I give the type of love that I give I really see my friends as family you know I just I'm pretty much a loner you know like outside of my relationship I'm pretty much a loner like I'm alone most of the time so if I choose to have you in my life if I choose to spend time with you if I choose to have you in my space and to do life with you I really 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 care about you and I value you on a different level and I don't think that's the same for everybody that, you know, makes friendships or connects with people. People connect with you for a lot of different reasons. And I've been understanding my purpose and my light and what I bring to the energy, what I bring to the table as a friend, you know, and I'm going to bring some really, really transformational, you know, inspirational, motivating, supportive, loving, pure energy into a space um, just because that's just how I am and that's just who I am. And I really strive to be a better version of me every single day so I feel like subconsciously I'm also looking for that in my friends like one of my and not even just my friends the people around me everybody around me everything around me because I'm so conscious about being better I always 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 want to be better it low-key is like a toxic trait of mine because I'm always trying to not necessarily one up myself, but if I feel like I could get better in a certain area, I will dedicate all of my energy to getting better in that area. And sometimes that can be hard. Sometimes I disappoint myself. I let myself down. 
But I also feel like this teaches me humility because I'm able to understand that everyone isn't going to be perfect. I'm able to understand that sometimes, you know, you might want to do the right thing. You might want to be a certain type of person because you might have certain things in your past, though, that, you know, might not necessarily align with who you want to be. So even though you might have the best of intentions, those energies might not, you know, come out because of what you have going on in your past or what are things you need to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not always as black and white as it may be. You know, I don't necessarily think that, well, let me not, okay, I don't think it's as black and white, but also the gray area isn't really much to talk about because in the end, you're either going to do something or you're not. In the end, you're either going to lie or tell the truth. In the end, you're either going to commit or fold. You know, even if you fold for six months and you end up committing, it ended up being a commitment. So you ended up committing at the end of the day. If you end up folding and you never pick it up, it ended up being a fold. You know, even if you go back and forth, eventually there is no gray area. And I feel like there's just so many layers to that that I've definitely been discovering in the last couple of months. But like I said, the energy of practicing what you preach, the energy of walking in what you tell others to walk in is so important. And like I said, I don't really get the chance to kind of have, you know, mixy energies around me. I don't really get the chance to be in a lot of drama or a lot of conflict in my friend groups because I really don't have a friend group. Definitely don't have one now, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I just haven't really had that since college. So recently, the last couple of months, I've learned a lot of different things from the people around me. And one of the biggest things I've learned is that, you know, the people around you absolutely affect your energy in so many different ways. And I've also learned that it's important to be mindful of the good things and the bad things and the people around you. Just like it's important to be mindful of your strengths and weaknesses, I feel like it's important for someone like me to be mindful of the strengths and weaknesses of others. And I typically always am, but I never think it's going to affect me. And that has typically been my problem. That's what I've definitely learned to not let my ego make me feel like I am exempt um, from having a liar lie to me, you know, from not having my ego think that I'm exempt from having someone who's an artist in betrayal betray me, you know, because of me being a good person and me being a good friend. Sometimes when you're a good person, you have in your head, oh, this person will never do this to me or, oh, yeah, I know my friend is like that, but I ain't never going to see that side of them or it'll never be directed towards me. And I feel like that's something I've definitely felt. And in this particular situation, I literally had been kind of thinking and seeing and understanding the true colors that were surrounding me. Like I got to see them in full scope and I still didn't think they were going to affect me. And I feel like I definitely have learned to be mindful of the things that I see and to, you know, just trust my discernment because it really is never wrong, you know? And that is definitely something I always preach about. I always preach about discernment and trusting your intuition and trusting yourself. Um, But I feel like when there are other people involved, it's so easy to gaslight yourself and second guess yourself and question yourself and be like, dang, am I tripping? Dang, should I give this person another chance? Dang, do I really need respect in this space or is it okay for me to get disrespected right here? Or dang, do I really need to forgive or should I hold on to this? Or how can I release this, but you know, still get what I need from it, but still let this go, you know? there's so many layers to the things that I have been stepping into and I feel like where I am going it's going to be very mandatory for me to have certain energies in my life certain people in my life certain things in my life and it's got to be mandatory for me to be a certain type of person like let's say for example you're in a space of learning boundaries right 
You're in a space of learning boundaries. You have a friend that keeps doing something that gets on your goddamn nerves. Or you have a partner that keeps doing something that gets on your nerves. Or you are on a job or you're applying for jobs and you need to challenge their salary offer with something that's going to be higher because you know you're worth that. You know, you will have an opportunity to set a boundary. You will have an opportunity to say, hold on, this isn't what I deserve. I deserve A, B, C, and D. And you can take that opportunity and speak your mind, speak your peace and go through the motions because just because you raise your hand and say, hey, I want something different, you might not necessarily get that. So when you don't get it, what do you do then? What do you do then when you ask for something in a nice, respectful way and you still don't get it? How do you handle that? You know, how do you move forward in that? Like we always talk about setting boundaries, but enforcing the boundaries, sticking to the boundaries and figure out what's going to happen after the boundaries. That's a whole nother thing. You know, it's easy to say this is what I want. But what do you do when they say and and I don't care? I don't want to give it to you. And they might not say that out their mouth, but they might say it with their behavior. They might say it with their energy. They might say it with how they start to treat you. They might say it in a million different ways. But I feel it's important to make sure you follow through with you, make sure you follow through with the things you need. And if you felt called to speak about something, if you felt called to ask for a boundary, if you felt called to let it be known that something wasn't what you needed, making sure that you follow through with that. Making sure that if you don't get what you need, you follow through and stop fucking with them. You follow through and make sure you demand your respect. You follow through and make sure you don't keep this person around you instead of doing maybe what you used to do in the past. And even though this person has shit on your boundaries, you keep opening the door to them. You keep allowing them in your life. You never turn them away and you keep letting them hurt you over and over again. And you have this revolving door where you're never getting what you want. And it can be hard to never get what you want. It can also be hard to cut people off and be like, okay, you don't want to listen to my boundaries. Oh, well, see you later. It can be hard to do that because then you have all of this backlash or you could step into a lot of backlash where, you know, maybe people are looking at you like, oh, you're different. You switched up. You're in a different space, whatever the case may be. It's just a lot that comes with change. It's a lot that comes with stepping into a new space. And there's always an opportunity to learn something about you and to learn something about the people around you. And like I said, if you're going to need to set good boundaries in the future, that's something that you want to learn right now, not when you're six months in the future, when it's time to make those big, big decisions. You want to learn how to do it right now. You want to go through the kinks, the uncomfortableness, the anxiety. You want to go through that right now before you get to that finish line. If you have to learn to communicate how you feel effectively, learn that right now. You want to learn that right now. You don't want to wait two years into your marriage to decide, hey, I need to figure out how to articulate what I need in love, what I need in intimacy. You know you need to work on that right now, so work on it right now. You know, work on it right now and apply it to everything in your life, not just career, not just love. Apply it to you. If you know you want to be a certain type of person, if you know you want to have certain things in your life, do whatever you can to make sure that the things that aren't aligning to that are getting in alignment or they're getting out of your life. Period. If you knew, if you know you want to be A, B, C, and D, you want to have X amount of money, you want to have X amount of success, you want to be married to this person, and you want to live in this place, I have this many kids, whatever. If you have an idea of what you want for your life, if you know you want to be someone with an open heart, an open mind, someone who learns easily, someone who can manifest their life, if you know the type of person you want to be, if you know what you want for yourself, and if you have things in your current life that are totally in contrast the total opposite end of the spectrum from those things not in alignment at all with the things that you want why would you continue to allow those things to go on in your life when you know good and well those things do not align with what you want for yourself and also what God has told you is yours
And also, y'all, just like just like the song that says, like, when Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. When Jesus says no, nobody can say yes. <laughs> you know, like, when the Lord says no, honey, when God says no, that's not your job. No, that's not your friend. No, that's not your partner. No, that's not where you're going to live. If God has said this is not for you, there is nothing that you can do to force yourself to fit in that box and be comfortable there. You will always be uncomfortable. You'll never be satisfied. You'll always just feel like your skin is crawling when you're in that position because God has told you and you know in your heart that that's not where you're supposed to be. And that's something that I've learned as well. Like I cannot try to avoid the things that I know thinking that people won't understand, thinking that I won't fully understand, thinking that it's going to be more painful because obedience is better than sacrifice. You know, it's better to trust what your intuition is telling you than to end up three years down the line in a relationship that you weren't even supposed to be in and you have to realize, wow, now I see why there were 50 red flags when I was walking into this. Now I see why every time I'm around this person, my stomach tightens up. Now I see why I stop myself from speaking my success to this person because I know they're going to shit on me. Now I can see why I feel the way I do. Because eventually you're going to understand it. Eventually it'll come full circle. Eventually you'll be able to see the evidence behind the decisions. You know, God isn't going to tell you, you aren't going to feel in your heart that you need to start going to the gym. And then you start going to the gym for five years and you don't see no results. You don't feel good about it. It don't do nothing for your life. That's not how life works. That's not how the universe works. When you feel in your heart that you need to start doing something, that you need to make a move toward a certain direction, depending on where you go next, everything changes everything changes if God lays something on your heart if you start to think to yourself you know what I don't think these friends are, are right for me I don't think I need to be around these friends and you start spending time more on your own you start setting boundaries saying no not saying yes to everything you know uh, not drinking just because they want you to drink you know just keeping that for yourself spending that time on yourself you know what I'm saying you start putting yourself first for once and you start to realize that you have less stress that you sleeping better that you feeling more confident that you can have you know you can have conversations on your job in a better energy you just start to feel differently about yourself and about your life and imagine if you kept going down the same road didn't switch up how you interacted with those friends didn't switch up how you interacted with this bad habit didn't switch up how you interacted with this bad thing that you have that you can't seem to put down you'll see the more and more you stay in those spaces the more and more those things that you thought in the beginning are going to keep popping up in your head over and over again. It's just like when you tell yourself, I need to get my oil changed. Every time you get in your car and you look at that, you're going to be thinking, I need to get my oil changed. Every time you hear something funny, you're going to be like, I should have got this oil changed. I should have got a change. It's going to be the same thing when you stay in a space that you know you should have left. Every time something sideways happens, every time you feel a little something in your gut, every time your intuition is like, look at that, look at that, look at that. You're going to be thinking in your head, man, I should have man why am I here I should have been left this I should have been got up out of here I been knew this wasn't for me and eventually I feel like hopefully hopefully we get to a point where we listen hopefully we get to a point where we're like okay I'm gonna listen to my discernment I'm gonna listen to my intuition I'm going to listen to what my body is telling me because also I know I'm talking a lot about God you know in the universe and our energy and spirit and things right now but your nervous system, your physical nervous system, your survival mode, your fight or flight mode that's activated in your body 
is not only activated when you know you're in a dangerous situation where somebody like somebody getting robbed or something crazy like you can feel that way when somebody is around you lying to you you can feel that way when somebody just finished talking shit about you and now they smiling in your face your nervous system your anxiety you feeling anxious to have a conversation with somebody isn't normal you feeling anxious to see someone you feeling anxious to be open and honest with someone isn't normal our bodies will tell us this is the person for us i don't want to sleep with this person i don't want to tell this person about my good news i don't want to take this job i don't want to get out the bed today listen to your body I've definitely learned that too in these last couple of months. If my body tells me to lay down, I lay down. If I feel in my gut, if I feel in my body, I'm supposed to be doing something different or do I trust what my body tells me? I trust what my body tells me. And sometimes that means doing things that you don't understand in your brain, doing things that you don't understand in your mind. But you have to trust some part of yourself, you know? And trusting yourself is a really big part of everything I've been learning and just every everything in transformation and growth. If you don't trust yourself, how can you know what you're supposed to do? How can you know how you're supposed to move? How can you know what you're supposed to be if you don't even trust what God is putting in your heart? You know, you have to trust yourself on some level first before you even think about stepping into another space of transformation. And trusting yourself does not mean that you're never wrong. Trusting yourself and having a good relationship with yourself doesn't mean you're always right. You know, trusting yourself for me is about it's about self-love. It's about humility. It's about understanding that you mean yourself well. I know if don't nobody on earth means me well, I mean me well, bitch. If I try to make a decision for me, I know I'm making that decision because I feel like it's going to give me the best result. And you know what? I've had to, I, it's been hard for me to make certain decisions recently. It's been hard for me to cut certain people off and this is myself from certain shit. It ain't been easy. It's definitely been hard. But I'm so proud of myself. I, I really could cry. I'm so fucking proud of myself because I've been in spaces where I just kept allowing the same things to happen i stayed at the job i stayed in the relationship i kept doing the bad habits i just kept going on the same spiral like everything was okay and that just puts you in a deeper and deeper hole and then when you finally want to get out of that you don't even trust yourself enough to make the right decisions to get you out of that and the biggest example that I think, the best example I think everybody can understand and relate to is in dating. If you keep dating people that cheat on you, that lie to you, that abuse you, that scheme, and you stay with them and you let them treat you like shit and you don't leave them, you don't put no boundary on them or nothing, eventually you will start to think, I don't have good taste. I can't find good people. I am not a good judge of character. Because each one of these motherfuckers, I trust them, I believe them, I love them. I sacrifice everything for them. And they do me like this every good time. I must not be a good judge of character. I must not know what the fuck I'm doing. I must not be doing the right thing. You apply for the same for different jobs. You're doing application processes for, for months and you're not getting anything. Eventually, you're going to feel like maybe I'm not qualified enough. Maybe I'm not qualified enough. And like I said earlier, you've been in a gym for six months. You don't see no progress. Maybe I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe there's something wrong with me. And sometimes we're applying for the wrong jobs. 
sometimes we are choosing the wrong partners. Sometimes we are not doing the right exercises in the gym for the goals that we want. All of those things are true. But you want to ask yourself those questions from a place of maybe I'm choosing the wrong person. How can I make better choices instead of maybe I'm choosing the wrong person? Damn, I'll never be able to choose the right person. A lot of times when we don't trust ourselves, it comes from a place where we feel like it's the end all be all. Like I don't trust myself. I don't make good choices now and I'm never going to make good choices. I'm not good with my money now. I ain't never going to be good with my money. You know, I'm not really that patient of a mother right now. I'll never be a patient mom. You know, and that's not the case. We have to trust ourselves to change and we have to trust ourselves to evolve into the person that we need to be. You know, I think something for me too is like, it's hard for me to cut people off when I know that maybe you can serve me when I'm in sixth grade, but I'm about to graduate and go to college with an advanced accelerated program, about to get my master's and my doctorate in four years, you know, like I'm about to really do the big leagues. I can't be with my sixth grade friends in a moment. I got to find some people in my program. I got to find some people who doing what I'm doing. I can't, I can't have y'all around me. It's not the same thing. You know, we're in two different places and I'll feel bad about it and I feel a lot of pressure because I'm like damn if I cut these people off because oh you can't serve me in this next space what if I don't get to the next space and I don't cut them off already <laughs> like what if I even in relationships what if I break up with this person and I can't find nobody else to love me what if I quit this job and I can't get another job what if I move out of this place and I can't find a way else to live? Like, what if I make this big decision and trust my instincts and my instincts leave me wrong? What then? What then? And I think for myself, just knowing that nothing is going to get in the way of what God has for me. Nothing is going to get in the way of who I am. Nothing is going to get in the way of what I am. You know, I am very ambitious. I'm very driven. I know the kind of life that I want. And as long as I'm here, I'm going to get the kind of life that I want, no matter what I have to do. Even if it means I have to fall down 12 times, even if it means I have to leave everybody behind and pick up new people along the way, whatever it means, I'm going to do it because I, I'm, I, I'm deserving of it. I'm worth it. And we only have one life to live. I only get to be Christian once. I get to do this life one time. So I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it exactly how the Lord told me to do it. I'm going to enjoy it and I'm going to have it how I need to have it. Now, in the sense of releasing people who are not on your frequency, let's talk a little bit about that. Because I feel like this is dead. I feel like there's definitely a lot of misconceptions about this in the spiritual community where a lot of people step into an awakening and they lose friends. I've been on both sides of this. I've cut people off because I felt like, oh, I'm spiritual now. I'm better than you. I'm fixing my life. You ain't fixing your life. Bye. You know, because as you release addictions, as you heal yourself and you see people around you who have the same knowledge that you have and they're not doing nothing about it, it might make you feel a way. You know, like if imagine if you were going to rehab with somebody and y'all were both, you know, taking the same classes, doing the same stuff at the same time or whatever the case may be. And, you know, e eventually this person just stopped going to treatment and you ended up getting sober, cleaning up your act, getting a job, doing all these incredible things. You guys have outgrown each other. What point do you lean over and help this person to say, hey, this is my friend. I'm not letting them fall behind. At what point do you decide I can't help this person anymore. I'm going to move forward. We'll get into it. So for me, 
And like I said, I've been on two different sides of this. You know, I've been in spaces where I felt like a friend just wasn't really serving me anymore. And I just kind of shut them out instead of talking to them and being like, hey, you know, I don't appreciate this. This isn't aligning with what I need right now. Whatever, whatever. I've definitely been in spaces like that. And I've been in spaces where I've had conversations with friends and been like, hey, I don't appreciate this. This isn't working out for me. How can I be a better friend to you so you can be a better friend to me? You know, how can I serve you better so you can serve me better so we can continue to do life together? We were able to come up with some solutions and move forward. And I've also been in spaces where I, you know, you tell someone, hey, I'm not really feeling this. What's going on? What's happening? And like I said earlier, they're like, and oh fucking well. You have to ask yourself, when do I walk away from this person or when do I give them another chance? Do I take into consideration maybe they're having a bad day? Maybe they don't read me, you know? I feel in my life, emotional maturity is something very, very important. And as someone that has a lot of very debilitating mental health concerns on a daily basis, me, you know, I have the works going on in my head. So it's hard to be a decent person when you have depression and anxiety and that ain't all I got. But it's hard to do that. It's hard when you are, you know, habitually in spaces of extreme nervousness and grief to still be loving, still be caring, still support people. And even if you don't have mental health issues, you know, we all have different things that we deal with in our life. It's hard to have conversations with people when you're having a bad day. It's hard to show love to somebody when you feel like you haven't been shown any love by your family in a while. It's hard to be happy for somebody getting a new job when you haven't made any money in a couple of months. You know, it's hard to show up for people in your life when you're going through rough things. But this is why I feel communication is so important. And I think, you know, that's where emotional maturity comes into play. I always think communication can solve everything. So if you are in a situation where you have to have a rough conversation with someone or you have to have an uncomfortable conversation with someone and they are having a bad day or they're just not in a space to have a conversation, then why don't you say that? Would you say that? You know, like, I think it's important to be aware that we are adults and we have more tools at our disposal than we think. I feel like just, you know, life today, social media has us thinking, um, has a lot of people driven by ego, which tells them everyone around me is a mind reader. Everyone around me knows how I feel. Um, I don't have to express myself and be vulnerable with you and let you know how I'm really feeling. It is what it is. Um, and that is an emotional maturity, you know, And emotional maturity is definitely something that I kind of demand in my friendships now. And I realize how important it is to have people around you who are on the same level of emotional maturity as you. Because I can have difficult conversations. You know, I'm married. So I I, I really feel like that has a big part of it, too. I feel like because I am married, I've had to really you know, just grow up in a very emotional sense, being open with conversations, being open with forgiveness, being open with compromise, being open with, you know, conflict resolution. That's literally what you do all day in a, you know, in a marriage. That's literally what you do all day long. So I definitely feel just understanding the 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 gift and the power of communication. Like you can be on two totally different ends of the spectrum as somebody and have a conversation with them about how you feel, about how they feel, about your needs, about their needs, about your strengths, about their strengths, both of y'all's weaknesses. And you can find common ground with almost anyone. We are all humans. We're all the same animal. 
So through communication, through openness, through transparency, through vulnerability, we can find so many things that we relate to and that we connect to with others. And whatever that looks like for you, however that looks like for you, um, I think that is how bonds are secured. And I also think in relationships, we have to be mindful that the bond is always kept a priority. So when you are trying to decide, you know, do I move forward with this person or without this person? Are they treating your bond as priority or was your bond the first thing that they threw out of the table? You know, and what does this look like when mad day comes and somebody pulls out every little piece of dirt that they've ever had on you when they throw it in your face? You immediately threw away our bond, girl. You didn't even fight for it. You immediately threw it away. Or when you have a argument with the partner, the first argument y'all have, they go out and cheat. You've immediately thrown away the bond. You didn't even take a second to be like, wait, maybe I can save this. Wait, maybe this is more valuable to me than what I feel I need to do to feel important. Because I feel like a lot of times we act out of anger. We act out of ego because we feel my friend isn't seeing me. My partner isn't seeing me. My work isn't seeing me. They aren't seeing me. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be seen. When in reality, sometimes, not all the time, sometimes we can have conversations with people. We can express what we're feeling and they can meet us with emotional maturity. They can meet us with openness. They can meet us with the energy of I prioritize this bond just like you do. They might not meet you with that. They might say, I hear what you're saying and fuck you anyway. And okay, then you know you can move forward. But I think if you're in a space where you know you need to cut somebody out of your life and you are holding on for dear life, obviously you have already prioritized the bond that you have with them. Obviously you have already prioritized the relationship, the connection itself. So if they are not prioritizing the same thing, is that really someone that you can move forward with that is going to throw aside the biggest priority to you? Because the role that someone serves in our life is the biggest priority. That's the thing that's keeping you tied to this person. That's the thing that's keeping us in the bad relationships. That's the thing that's keeping us on the bad job. Whether it's security that we get from the connection, whether it's love, whether it's motivation, whether it's support, whether it's confidence, the bond itself is what you're getting the bond itself is the prize like when people are saying i am the prize people are thinking about what they bring into your life people are thinking about their half of the bond if you can meet me where i'm at this is the prize right here this is the prize so having your priorities in focus and being mindful of your priorities is so, so, so important. And having people and things around you that reinforce those priorities are just as important as well. We cannot always be in spaces where we can have our best interests at heart. You know, we cannot always be in spaces where we can fulfill all of our needs. You know, sometimes we're in spaces where we don't have it in us to pray for ourselves. Or we don't have it in us to motivate ourselves, you know? So I think it's also important to just connect with people who can do for you and you cannot do for yourself. And hopefully you could do the same thing for your friends. You know, if you have a friend that's very, very confident and one day they are feeling insecure about everything, can you remind them of their accomplishments? Can you remind them of who they are? Can you remind them of their light? And if you're in a similar space and you need that, can they do that for you? If you are the type of person that needs an accountability partner, do your friends hold you accountable? And if they hold you accountable, do they hold you accountable in the way that you need? And this might sound like so many different things like to check off on a friend list, but 
we are now maybe 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 i'm just speaking for myself but i know for a fact me i wasn't meant to have no 50 friends i'm not meant to have 50 friends because the majority of the people on the world and the majority of people that i'll be able to come in contact with are not going to be are not going to be ready to have the type of relationship that i kind of require you know um, and that's cool. I'm very young. Like I said, I'm, I'm in my 20s. So a lot, most people, majority of people in their 20s aren't concerned with humility or any of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I accept that. Um, but I definitely think that there's nothing wrong with feeling like, oh my God, my standards are so high. I'm not going to be able to connect with anybody. Good. Good. You need to raise them goddamn standards because connecting with everybody hasn't been doing you much good. That's what I feel. I feel like connecting with everybody is probably one of the worst things I could have did. And like I said, maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but I know like I'm really not that big of a partier. I really I'm, I don't drink. I'm not a partier. I really need people who can like pour into me on an energetic soul level, you know, surface level friendships don't mean anything to me surface level relationships have no value in my life at all like my cats do more for me than a surface level relationship and a lot of people have a lot of surface level relationships they have relationships with co-workers and they don't know anything about their co-worker but they have a relationship with them they ha- and that's another thing too I don't have no co-workers like I literally am by myself most of the time like I said, outside of my relationship and my husband works all day. So most of the time I'm literally by myself. So I feel like the kind of connection I need has to be more than just having people around me because having anybody around you and everybody around you is not always the best thing. Um, especially when you're somebody like me who's super sensitive to energy. I feel like all women, you know, are sensitive to energy. If you are a person with a womb, then you are sensitive to the energies of others. Um, especially when you are ovulating, especially when your cycle is on, like we are just highly sensitive to the energies around us. That's just how we are biologically wired. Um, and especially if you are a mother, you know, your intuition and your discernment do not lie. And I know that our connections with people change after we bring life into this world. Um, so I feel like as a whole, um, we are definitely very picky and very particular about who we have in our life, who we love, who we bring around our children, who we bring in our home. Um, but be even pickier. You know, I feel like that's something else I learned too. be even pickier. If you think you're being picky and and folks still slipping through the cracks, acting the ass, you obviously ain't being that picky. And I can say I thought I was being picky. I wasn't being that picky. I wasn't being that picky. I wasn't being that picky. And I knew I wasn't being that picky because when I said yes to certain things, I knew I shouldn't have said yes when I said yes. You know, like. Kind of like if you have like I keep doing the analogies of like job and different things like that. But like if you have a job and they tell you that they need you to work on weekends and you're always off on weekends and that's like your boundary that you're not going to work on weekends. But you end up working some weekends for them and now you work in like every you know you work in one weekend out of the month basically. You're not being that picky. Like you might feel like you're doing good with them with them three weeks off, them three weekends off. But there was one time when you said you wanted every weekend off and you did not give a fuck if you you didn't care if you got fired. You was not working a weekend at all. But because you did one weekend you was like, "Eh, 
that ain't that bad, you know, I, I don't have my weekend, you know, so my week is probably going to be thrown off on my errands and my chores and things like that. I didn't get to catch up on sleep or whatever the case may be. I'm going to probably work, you know, 14 days straight, whatever, but, you know, I worked a couple extra days, got a couple extra, you know, coins, it ain't that big of a deal. You know, I don't need my weekends off, but at one point, this was something that was so important to you and so vital to you. What made you stop being picky? What made you start to think that accepting less than what you know you deserve is okay? And I feel like when we let ourselves get lax and what we know we need, we kind of set ourselves up for failure. I definitely have done that where I've known why I've just known, like, I'm not supposed to be here. This person isn't. I, I, I just know. But for whatever reason, we just stop being as picky and we just kind of, you know, let whatever go on and just lower our standards and feel like it ain't that serious and it ain't that deep and I feel like it's definitely harder to just read through the fine print of every person you meet you know it's definitely much more enjoyable to just connect with someone and look at all of the beautiful parts um you don't ever want to focus on the ugly parts of someone you don't ever want to focus on that because everybody isn't all ugly Nobody is all ugly. You know, everybody has good and bad and you want to focus on the good and you don't ever want to start to kind of pick apart the bad in someone. But we have bad in us as well. You know, like I am definitely not a perfect person. And, you know, that's why emotional maturity is so important to me, because my friends have allowed me to grow so much like my friends teach me so much and pour into me on a different level and that is so important to me because who I am like the kind of friendships I have with y'all me and my friends have this these kind of friendships all the time like we talk about everything like we always talk about our healing and our evolution and what we are learning and that ain't all we talk about but you know we're both we're all of all of my friends and I'm we're on our journeys, you know, they're in therapy, we're taking care of ourselves, we are serious about being the best versions of ourselves that we can be, you know, and we talk about, you know, these things, we talk about, you know, how we want to make ourselves better, and I absolutely think it's important to have people in your life who make you better, absolutely, especially when, you know, you're able to help them, I know I'm definitely able to help somebody and elevate them and get their life together, I mean, shit, I literally do it for a living, so I know anybody I connect with, I'm bringing them beautiful energy, and everybody should feel like that, your friendship is a gift, your healing energy is absolutely a gift, and you should not just allow everybody to partake in that, because it's going to affect you, regardless if you can see how it affects them or not you might not even realize somebody is picking up off on all of your energy until 18 months down the line and you realize like dang I don't know the last time I told this person no dang I don't know the last time I set a boundary like sometimes it takes a while for you to realize okay I, I guess this person hasn't ever really been on my side I guess this career never was for me I guess you know I really shouldn't have moved here it takes a while to kind of understand that but that's part of the learning process as well like I said like I feel like I've kind of gone through a lot of these things in college and I stopped being picky you know I definitely just got very lax in who I allowed to be around my energy but this is why you know 
moments of transformation, moments of reflection are so important and so critical because a lot of the things that we're kind of being shown, we've learned these things already. And, you know, the universe is trying to just reinforce these things because we're going to need these things in our next chapter. Like maybe I could have, you know, skated by hanging around with whoever for the last, you know, eight or so years. But obviously now I have to put my goggles back on and be back mindful about what I do and what I allow around me. And I definitely think that's something everybody can relate to in a space of transition. Like eventually you'll have to put your guard back up eventually and not in a bad way, you know, but eventually you will have to be mindful of those boundaries. You know, like let's say, for example, you said you weren't going to drink anymore, but then you started to casually drink whenever you went out for parties or events. You'll have one drink a night and if they take shots, you'll do a shot. Eventually, you're going to have to stop drinking for good. Eventually, you're going to have to be like, okay, wait, I'm not doing this no more and I'm not taking no more cheat days. Let's say, for example, you at the gym, you working out, you give yourself one day off a week it turned to two days and three days if you don't get that together you'll never be in the gym you'll never be going to the gym if you say okay I'm gonna put a hundred dollars in my savings every week and you eventually like okay let me take this out my savings let me take this out my savings you don't stop yourself you're not gonna have nothing in there you know I think it's normal for us as people to want to you know to just fall off because it's hard to be so mindful and dissect everything every every day it can definitely be very exhausting um for sure even for me even for anybody who's just you know hyperintuitive or you have a lot going on in your head all day like it's difficult um to to sometimes tune into all of those answers sometimes you just want to you know enjoy life sometimes you just want to be mindful of okay I know this isn't gonna work for me but you know I'll be here for a couple of weeks or I'll be here for a couple of months and sometimes we can do it for a couple of weeks and a couple months and dip and sometimes we end up stuck there for years you know it just depends but I definitely feel just being open being honest and loving and caring for yourself deeply in spaces of transformation is so important um and we're stepping into this spring equinox energy on march 20th which is the energetic new year and we're stepping into some new beautiful energies you know i'm super super excited about the spring equinox and i've been talking about it literally since christmas i've been ready for the new year i definitely feel you know last year was definitely a hard year the year before that was hard as well so I'm always excited um, for new spaces because they always bring a new energy. No matter what it may bring, no matter what part of my life it's going to affect, I know it's going to bring something new that I can focus in on, something new that is going to bless me in ways that I need. Um, so yeah, guys, I guess this is it for the tea about my Saturn return and just different things about trust, being mindful of your boundaries, being mindful of the things that you are learning and unlearning as you are growing in life and just understanding yourself on a different level. And, you know, just a reminder to appreciate who you are, appreciate what God is showing you, appreciate what your life is showing you. Um, take so much wisdom for all of your from all of your experiences and just continue to move forward and give yourself grace. Give yourself a lot of love and understand what your standards are. Understand what you need in life understand where you need it from who you need it from and don't feel like you have to second guess yourself or you know just tolerate things that you know you aren't deserving of you are absolutely deserving of whatever you feel you need you know you are worth so much more probably than you think you deserve like we don't even understand 
the things that we are worth and the things that we can tap into. So you are definitely capable capable of more than you feel. You know, even if you feel hyper capable, like you can do anything, child, you can do anything times two. And you want to always reinforce that to yourself, especially as we're stepping into this new beginning. And I'm sure a lot of you guys have been in a similar space, learning, learning and unlearning and understanding things on a deeper level, practicing what you preach, being mindful of the energies you have around you and all of that. But yeah, guys, um, I hope you enjoyed this. I do feel like it was a little bit all over the place, but nevertheless, I know you guys are going to appreciate this conversation and I definitely appreciate you. Um, so yeah, I thank you guys for being here. I definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate you guys. Um, and yes, I look forward to moving forward with y'all after my break. I appreciate y'all. I love you guys and I will see you next time. Bye guys. Bless.